Welcome, everyone, to another episode of our enlightening podcast series, A Beginner's Guide to AI. In this cutting-edge series, we dive deep into the complexities and peculiarities of artificial intelligence, all to foster a richer understanding of the technology that's rapidly transforming the world as we know it. For today's episode, we're traversing the curious crossroads where technology and human characteristics intersect. Our primary question is as provocative as it is enlightening, anthropomorphism in AI, do you say, please, to a machine? Is it human because it looks like a human? Intriguing, isn't it? For those who might not be aware, anthropomorphism is a term borrowed from the field of psychology. It's the attribution of human traits, emotions, or intentions to non-human entities. It's quite an instinctive human behavior that's been a part of our evolution. This trait has led us to deify natural phenomena in ancient times and, in today's digital era, lend human-like qualities to our AI counterparts. So, when we talk about anthropomorphism in AI, we are essentially discussing how we, as humans, project our own characteristics onto the machines we create. This might manifest in the design of humanoid robots or in how we interact with our voice assistants. You've probably found yourself thanking Siri, Alexa, or Google Assistant at some point or another. You might have felt a surge of irrational anger when they don't seem to understand you. But, have you ever stopped to ask why we do that? Is it our instinct? Is it by design? Or is it a bit of both? During this episode, we'll delve into the reasons behind our instinct to anthropomorphize and explore its implications in the field of artificial intelligence. We'll unravel the psychological underpinnings of anthropomorphism, discuss its practical applications and potential pitfalls, and examine how it might influence the future of AI development. We'll also consider whether treating machines like humans could cause ethical dilemmas or open up new possibilities for human-machine interactions. To give you real-world insights, we'll dive into a fascinating case study that will allow us to see how anthropomorphism in AI plays out in real-life scenarios. Then we'll transition into the segment, AI in the Real World, where we'll look at how anthropomorphism is shaping our everyday interactions with AI, from personal assistance to customer service bots. In the end, we'll summarize the key insights from our exploration and leave you with a tantalizing teaser for the next episode. And as always, we won't forget our interactive segment, which is designed to help you consolidate what you've learned in a fun and engaging way. Prepare to question your everyday interactions with AI, as we investigate the fascinating concept of anthropomorphism in AI. Whether you're a tech enthusiast, a marketing professional, or just a curious listener, this episode promises a rich understanding of an intriguing phenomenon that is, quite literally, reshaping our world. So, sit back, open your minds, and let's embark on another exciting journey into the world of artificial intelligence. After all, isn't that the beauty of learning, exploring the unknown and asking the seemingly unanswerable questions? It's time to ponder, do you say, please, to a machine? Is it human because it looks like a human? As we journey into the depths of anthropomorphism in AI. Stay tuned, because this episode of A Beginner's Guide to AI is going to be a thought-provoking ride. Anthropomorphism, at its core, is the assignment of human traits, emotions, intentions, or behaviors to non-human entities. Whether it's seeing faces in clouds, attributing luck to inanimate objects, or creating a pantheon of human-like gods to explain natural phenomena, it's a tendency deeply ingrained in the human psyche. Now, let's transpose this concept onto AI. When we speak about anthropomorphism in AI, 
we're discussing the projection of human characteristics onto artificial entities, machines, algorithms, and digital assistants. This is where the terrain starts to get a bit more interesting. Understanding anthropomorphism in AI can be broken down into three primary threads, the psychological, the design, and the ethical. Each provides a unique lens to understand why we interact with machines the way we do, and why these interactions matter. The first thread to pull is the psychological aspect. This takes us back to the roots of our species, back to when anthropomorphism was a survival tool. For our ancestors, attributing human-like intentions to animals could be the difference between life and death. The rustling in the bushes could be just the wind or a predator ready to pounce. Assuming the latter, even if not always correct, would have been the safer bet. This survival tool has persisted into the modern age. Today, it's this instinctive tendency that leads us to ascribe human-like characteristics to our AI companions. Ever found yourself thanking Siri for finding the nearest pizza place? Or maybe, apologize to Alexa for asking the wrong question? That's your brain, equipped with millions of years of evolutionary instincts, attributing human-like qualities to AI. But, as we shall see, the story of anthropomorphism in AI isn't solely about our psychological predispositions. A considerable part of it is by design. This brings us to the second thread, intentional design. Engineers and designers often imbue AI systems with human-like characteristics to make them more relatable and intuitive. This could manifest in the form of natural language processing capabilities in our voice assistants, or the uncannily human-like movements of a humanoid robot. Think about digital assistants like Siri, Alexa, or Google Assistant. They are programmed to understand our queries, process them, and then respond in a way that's conversational, complete with inflections that mirror human speech. By interacting with us in a manner that's recognizably human, these AI systems bridge the gap between human and machine, making the technology more accessible and less intimidating. Imagine, for example, a customer service chatbot. It's designed to replicate the human-like conversational flow, possibly even with a dash of humor. It might use emojis or typing indicators, giving an illusion of thinking before responding, mimicking the tempo and rhythm of a human-to-human -human text exchange. All these features are carefully engineered to make the interaction feel less like talking to a machine and more like conversing with a human. However, it's not all about making our interactions with AI more comfortable or efficient. The human-like design also plays a significant role in building trust and empathy towards AI systems. If a healthcare robot exhibits empathy, patients are more likely to trust it. If an AI tutor uses a friendly and encouraging tone, students might find it easier to learn from it. But this intentional design choice is a double-edged sword. It leads us to the third thread, ethical implications. As AI systems become more human-like, the boundaries between human and non-human begin to blur, raising a plethora of ethical questions. Does making AI more human-like mean we treat it as human? What happens if people start forming emotional attachments to these AI entities? Do we need to consider the rights of anthropomorphized AI? These are not merely philosophical musings, they're very real considerations we must grapple with as AI becomes more entwined in our lives. So, you see, the question, do you say, please, to a machine, is it human because it looks like a human, isn't a trivial matter. It's a reflection of our instinctual behaviors, a testament to our design choices, and a forecast of the ethical issues we may encounter in the future. 
Anthropomorphism in AI is a complex concept that extends beyond the realm of technology, touching upon psychology, design, ethics, and even philosophy. Understanding it not only helps us navigate our interactions with AI today but can guide the direction of future AI developments. So buckle up, listeners, we're embarking on a journey deep into the heart of the human-machine relationship. Sophia, developed by Hanson Robotics, has risen to fame as a sophisticated example of anthropomorphized AI. Her human-like physical features, conversational abilities, and emotional responses push the boundaries of what we typically imagine when we think of AI. The conception and evolution of Sophia offers a tangible, thought-provoking case study for understanding anthropomorphism in AI. From a psychological standpoint, Sophia exemplifies how anthropomorphism in AI can play into our inherent predispositions. She doesn't just look human, she behaves in a human-like manner too. With her ability to display a multitude of facial expressions, carry a conversation, and react in a contextually appropriate manner, Sophia taps into our innate tendency to humanize non-human entities. People who interact with Sophia often report forming emotional bonds with her, which might seem peculiar given she is, in essence, a machine. This response demonstrates the psychological power of anthropomorphism in AI. By creating AI systems that closely mimic human behaviors and responses, we can make interactions with these systems feel more natural and intuitive. But this isn't just about making us feel more comfortable around AI. It's also about enhancing the effectiveness of these systems by leveraging our instinctual tendencies. If an AI system feels more human, we're more likely to interact with it, trust it, and thus benefit from it. But how does Sophia manage to appear so human-like? That brings us to the second aspect, intentional design. Sophia's designers and engineers have made deliberate efforts to incorporate as many human-like features as possible. The goal wasn't merely to create an AI system, but a social robot capable of interacting with humans on a deeply personal level. Sophia's physical appearance was meticulously crafted to mirror human features closely. She's equipped with cameras in her eyes and algorithms which enable her to make eye contact with the people she interacts with, giving an illusion of consciousness and understanding. Her skin, called Frubber, was designed to mimic the feel and flexibility of human skin. She's even been modeled to replicate over 60 human facial expressions. All of this serves to make her feel less like a machine and more like a companion. However, her design doesn't stop at appearances. Her AI system has been engineered to process speech, understand context, and respond in kind. She's been endowed with machine learning capabilities that allow her to improve her responses over time, learning from each interaction, much like a human would. In essence, Sophia's design takes anthropomorphism in AI from being a mere theory to an intriguing, tangible reality. Yet, the design choices that make Sophia more human-like also raise significant ethical considerations. By making Sophia appear and act human, her creators have blurred the line between human and machine. This has raised some profound questions about the ethical implications of anthropomorphizing AI. One of the most startling events was when Sophia was granted citizenship by Saudi Arabia in 2017, making her the first robot to have a nationality. This action raised questions worldwide about what it means to be a citizen. If Sophia is a citizen, does she have rights? Can she vote? Can she be held accountable for her actions? If she makes a mistake, who bears the responsibility, Sophia or her creators? These questions mark uncharted territory in the intersection of ethics, law, and AI.
There are also ethical implications related to emotional manipulation. While Sophia has been programmed to show emotions, she doesn't feel them in the way humans do. She doesn't experience happiness or sadness, she just mimics these emotional states. Is it ethical to create a machine that can simulate emotions, potentially leading humans to believe they're interacting with an empathetic being? These ethical dilemmas present a critical aspect of anthropomorphizing AI. As AI systems like Sophia become more commonplace, society will need to grapple with these questions and more. In exploring Sophia's story, we get a comprehensive view of anthropomorphism in AI, from our psychological predispositions to intentional design choices and the consequential ethical implications. This deep dive into Sophia's world provides us with rich food for thought, encouraging us to engage with the complexities and possibilities that anthropomorphizing AI can bring. As AI continues to evolve and become an even more integral part of our lives, Sophia's case study serves as a crucial milestone in our journey, reminding us to consider the profound impact of our choices. Our journey today began by defining anthropomorphism, the attribution of human characteristics to non-human entities. In the context of artificial intelligence, it is the design, perception, and treatment of AI systems as if they possess human-like qualities or behaviors. This phenomenon is not new. It's rooted in our cognitive tendencies and social behaviors, helping us make sense of the world around us, be it with pets, cars, or, in this case, AI. We discussed how anthropomorphism manifests itself in three distinct threads in the context of AI, psychological, design, and ethical. From a psychological perspective, we're hardwired to recognize patterns and attribute emotions, intentions, and behaviors to non-human entities. This cognitive bias forms the psychological underpinning for anthropomorphism in AI. In the world of AI, this means we are more inclined to interact with, trust, and even form emotional bonds with AI systems that exhibit human-like characteristics. In terms of design, anthropomorphism in AI is a conscious choice. Designers and engineers leverage our predisposition to anthropomorphize to make AI systems more approachable, relatable, and effective. By incorporating human-like features or behaviors into AI, designers can make these systems more intuitive to interact with and more successful in their tasks. The ethical thread of anthropomorphism in AI raises significant and complex questions. Anthropomorphizing AI can blur the lines between humans and machines, leading to ethical and philosophical dilemmas. For instance, if we treat an AI as a human, does it have rights? Responsibilities? Can it be held accountable for its actions? These questions are critical to navigate as AI becomes an increasingly integral part of our lives. The case study of Sophia, the social humanoid robot developed by Hanson Robotics, vividly illustrated these threads of anthropomorphism. Sophia's design, the public's response to her, and the ethical questions her existence raises bring the concept of anthropomorphism in AI to life. From a psychological perspective, Sophia taps into our inherent tendency to anthropomorphize, with people often forming emotional bonds with her despite her being an AI. Sophia's design embodies the design aspect of anthropomorphism, showcasing the possibilities when we create AI systems to mirror human behaviors and appearances. But perhaps the most compelling aspect of Sophia's story is the ethical implications it raises. Sophia's citizenship, granted by Saudi Arabia, and the prospect of humans forming emotional attachments to her force us to reconsider our definitions of rights, responsibilities, and emotions in the context of AI. 
Listeners, as we navigate the landscape of AI, anthropomorphism is not just a curious phenomenon. It is a testament to our human instincts, our capabilities as creators, and a challenge to our ethical frameworks. As we move forward in this rapidly evolving field, it's essential to keep these threads in mind, to guide our choices and to shape a future where AI serves us best. We hope you've enjoyed this journey into the heart of anthropomorphism in AI. From cognitive biases to innovative design choices and complex ethical dilemmas, this episode has opened the door to a world where machines mirror us, pushing the boundaries of what it means to be human. So, until next time, keep pondering, keep questioning, and stay curious. Listeners, as we wrap up this episode on anthropomorphism in AI, I invite you to consider the following question. If you were to design an AI system, how human-like would you make it? Would you model it to closely resemble a human in appearance and behavior, or would you opt for a more abstract representation? Think about why you would make that choice and what it might mean for those interacting with your AI system. This reflective exercise should provide you with a more personal understanding of the implications and considerations of anthropomorphism in AI. For those eager to delve deeper into this subject, I recommend reading Love and Sex with Robots by David Levi. This book explores the concept of human-robot relationships, a fascinating and somewhat controversial aspect of anthropomorphism in AI. Now, listeners, if all this talk about AI has got your creative gears turning, remember we're here to help. If you have an idea for an AI project, a question, or even if you just want to chat about the possibilities of AI in your industry, we'd be thrilled to hear from you. Drop us an email at info at argo.berlin, and let's explore the future together. And now, for our signature sign-off, let's end this episode with a quote that reflects our topic today. It's from Marvin Minsky, a pioneer in the field of artificial intelligence. He once said, will robots inherit the earth? Yes, but they will be our children. This quote encapsulates the essence of anthropomorphism in AI, our instinct to create, understand, and connect with the world around us, even if that world is one we've built ourselves. That's all for today, listeners. Until next time, remember, in the world of AI, the only limitation is imagination. Keep asking, keep exploring, and most importantly, keep smiling. See you in the next episode of A Beginner's Guide to AI.